Diablo Bang. Mm, with authority. She's rested. Back for action. There we go. We heard about your day, Hans, but did you have a good night? Court? Damn, it's night court after dark. <laughs> We're doing some late night night court and yeah, an right. appropriate night court hour. We're court We're courting the moon. We are. It is so weird, though, because in Columbus, Ohio, not New York City, it's still not fully dark yet. It's, it's uh... Oh yeah, you know what? We got we got full uh we got full new, we're in full night court mode on my on my end, guys. Yeah. It's night, baby. We will be. We're feeling it. We're close. We're close. We'll be there by the end of this. Oh my god, yes we will. Well, me uh I don't know how windy I'll get on this episode. I don't know. I really don't. What? No, no. Uh-oh. You can't, All right. You can't the, get windy on this one then. The gates are open. I think Ash, because you missed. Welcome back. Wait, do we even introduce ourselves? Um, everybody, please rise. Be seated. I'm your honorable judge, H.K. Frywald, and with me, as always, is Judge Case Van Heel, right here, and our assistant district attorney, Ash Van Garen. Hey guys. Hello. Still the ADA. Still the assistant. I know. You haven't fought your way back. You miss a week and. I tell Still. you what, I had no idea. It was last Thursday, and I came home, and I was I was so tired. I had the longest day of work. Yeah, my feet hurt. Like it was just that that typical day of like, oh, I just don't want to do anything. And I looked at Casey, and I was like, Do we have to do a night court tonight? And he was just like, Hans, and I did one yesterday, and all of a sudden I was awake. My feet were fine. I wasn't tired. I was like, you what? Oh, is it because you missed the episode? Because I of missed the it. I missed it. Although this one is pretty good, I, I feel like it's this a, one. If 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 it's a stride, they're hitting it. I gotta tell. I I'm gonna agree with you there. This one took me uh, to the second viewing to um to really love. I, I still don't love the character as much as um, our, our our lovely Emile Dutton, but I really yeah. came around on a viewing to a, a character we're introduced to here. I fucking, in fact, I I'm laughing art? about him. Thinking art, yes, of course. Oh yeah, he's, he he's great. Uh, yeah, this was a good. It was a good episode. Uh, it was episode ten correct? It's episode it ten. Was. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Well, before we start, since I was left out last week, uh-huh. I've come in with some night court trivia. My night court segment. Night court news. Where is it? I'm trying to find <laughs> 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 it. Okay. Night court What was it? It was definitely not booted. This isn't of the... Uh, is this of the Mel Torme? We need the persuasion. Skip up, skip up, It's, it's night not. News. In fact, it is about the theme song. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Ooh. It's like the angels boom, came boom. down. All right. <laughs> A few mashups. And shot up on the subway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, here, here's my here's my night court news. A few mashups and parodies of the theme song exist. The instrument. Oh, <laughs> so hot mic, hot oh, mic. That hurt 
heart like a son of a bitch. Why? What happened? <laughs> oh, the cat. Hot, cat on a hot tin roof. The cat tried to jump on her lap and then just got halfway and just fell off. And then. And just, so he just clawed her leg. <laughs> oh. I thought Ashley's, <laughs> Ashley's going full Judge Harry over here. I'm so sorry. High black socks and jean shorts? <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Naked from the waist down. Oh my god, Casey, that's gonna leave a mark. Okay. Watch out All for right. that. Oh. Uh, what oh, do they give? Wyatt. Staph infection. Oh, I have. I've gotten cat scratch fever before. Okay, sorry. Wait, I'm wait, so sorry. stop. You can't. St- you can't. You can't continue <laughs> off of that. Cat scratch <laughs> fever is a real thing. Yeah. It's a killer song, bro. Oh, I know that. And a real thing. No, it's, the song I mean, does not reflect the disease that's not, you get. It's not the technical term of it, but long story short, I thought I had cancer, and it was just an infection from a cat scratch. And when the doctor told me, I went, wait, so I have cat scratch fever? And he laughed, and he said, yeah, essentially. And they kicked the wall down, and there are fireworks, and he... I think that's cancer. Wait, it's cat scratch fever. fever. Did you say cancer? <laughs> That's what I thought. God, that hurts so badly. I need to. All right. <laughs> need okay. to see a dermatologist. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Get an All IV. Right. Cat scratchy okay. Phoebe. It was me. It was me. This was my fault. This was my fault. But let's get back on track. All right. To the right, to the right song. Yes. The instrumental night court theme song. Features a throbbing bass and sax solo, and some people thought it worked well with other material. Musician Ramsey S. mashed up Beyonce's Single Ladies with the Night Court theme song to form Single Night Court Ladies. Oh, boy. And guess what I have for you guys? It's less weird, Al, than you think. So far, so good. I love it. Oh, boy. Did that that guy uh, that guy rivals me for um, putting together um, uh, poorly done promos? I think I was just gonna say, where's the the imploring us to go to the Facebook and raid on iTunes? Oh man, that's like that's just that's 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 beautifully putting that's like photoshopping two that's like photoshopping a swastika on Paul Ryan one over the other. Don't bother moving it left or right. No opacity, no lead in, no smooth transition. Just Put that track on that track. Beauty, ladies. Beauty, ladies. If there are things called burger chefs, you can be an artist by just laying things on top of each other. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I, I swear to you, I read that in the article and I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds hilarious. Like, what did they do with this? Like, and I thought that the night court, like, the sax riff would be, like, included oh, yeah. in the song yeah. somehow. 
So I was just like, I've got to find this song. And then I found it. And I was just like, this is hilarious. It It really is just one on top of the other, like with no rhyme or reason. There's no weird alley. But it does go to show you that Night Court is still alive and well oh, in culture yeah. today. That's that was on the AV Club. That's the second AV Club. Second AV Club. Guys, we're on to something here. Um I was going to say guys throw at me. I'm going to one up the I'm not going to one up them. I'm going to do as well as the single ladies. You guys just throw a song at me and we'll hit a promo baby. What are we going to do it to? Jurassic Park we- theme song? Yes. <laughs> With Night Court? <laughs> but it's just two no, songs. There's no lyrics. Well, we do that's how we one up them. Our Mel Torme version of Jurassic Park. Billy Boo Doo Doo. Skibbity Dop Dop Dop. Jurelly Dap 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 Dilly Dap 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 Park. theme of tonight's episode and it's got to be for yakov i i say wanted dead or alive yeah there you go all right i'll do it wanted dead or alive or cat scratch fever no we're wanted dead or or alive (laughs) dirty kalenko karenko korianko whatever the goddamn korianko uh i love it nice find ash fingers on the pulse you're really sucking on an ivanhoe there (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna use that phrase for, an for any context, any any time. Hey, bros, you want to go suck on an Ivanhoe? Because <laughs> the, the answer is just as mysterious as what does that mean? Well, it's something from Night Court. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I think we're wheeling and dealing here, but uh, kind of feel like I'm sucking an Ivanhoe. On a... <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we did episode ten. Uh, some like it hot, correct? Yeah, I was gonna say cat scratch Which fever, is, but I was like, that's not it. Can I also say? Yeah, and this that reminds me of Weekend at Bernie. Is that a song in Weekend at Bernie's? Because I kept seeing some like it hot, and I was just like, why am I thinking Weekend at Bernie's? That's a, movie, a movie with Marilyn Monroe. No, that's definitely not it. Is that the one with uh, Jack Lemmon and uh, Yes, Tony, Tony Curtis? Curtis? Okay. I think it's Tony Curtis, yeah. Where they dress yeah, up really. like women. Apparently, it's it's one of Meg. Yeah. Meg really loves it. Um, some like it hot. Some are ill-prepared. I don't have the sheet for the description in front of me, so I'm going to have to... I'm not going to... I'm yeah. not going to get on the bar. I'm not going to cocktail hour it because I've seen too much. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise decided with this new movie he has coming out called The Mummy 
where normally yeah. like Tom Cruise does a little press like because he doesn't have to because it's a movie yeah, with Tom yeah. Cruise. I think Tom Cruise said, I want to make the most money for uh, I want my movie. I want to make a movie that's made the most money of all time yet. Like for him, like, or I don't know, like, I yeah. feel like he's like, I'm Tom Cruise. What can I possibly do? So I think he just said, fuck it. I'm going to do every single right i'm seeing in him him on he's every like put me in coach circuit. let me do this yeah well you know how like you know we you do like press tours for a movie yeah. to promote it it that's obviously you know what happens but it's also you can tell like it's not be it's not as much for blockbusters well i guess they did it for suicide squad but you kind of pick this one thing and you just use it all the time like for the revenant promoting it was basically like the temperatures were so unbearable. Like that's oh, kind of right. the backstory. Yeah. Or like Suicide Squad was Jared Leto was always was in so character. Weird, right? yeah, he sent yeah. rats to people. And for this mummy thing, like I, I really never see like for any of the Mission Impossibles. And yeah. I could be wrong, but I've never seen a like hook type of thing. Yeah. And they are hooking left and right with this mummy, and they're going, Tom Cruise did this stunt yes. in this way, yes. and you will never believe it. Play the video to see what his co-stars say about him. And it's like uh, Tom Cruise has reached another level because he no. never had to do that. No, but they're he, pushing it hard. You know what that, else that is, I think? Uh, he, um, I don't know if it's the same studio that's doing this, but every t- everything I've seen him on, he's doing what? He's also promoting Top Gun 2, baby. Ooh. Officially. Top Gun 2. We yeah. met Iceman. I know it. And he had the sweetliest, crossliest, his leg cross was so, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's such an amazing picture. I'm assuming he lost all that weight for, to play, to play that role. No, he was no. bigger. He lost all that weight because he, he had is, throat cancer. He oh, Jesus. He's not a well man. <laughs> Um, he can't, he can't speak, he can't speak normally. Like, he he sounds sounds like Marlon Brando. Like a Muppet, he's, he talks like this. Oh, that's so sad. He's healing, so it it may, it may get better. He, he was, he was pretty open about it because it's so obvious because he can't speak. Um, but essentially, like, imagine yourself having a lot of allergies and, like, just your tongue being, like, swollen. Like, fuck. It was oral cancer, so he had like tongue surgeries and stuff. So he, yeah, was he, he didn't. Ad- was he chewing Red Man? Oh yeah, straight tobacco from the earth. He's really uh, uh, Uncle Tom. No, who who was it? He really, I didn't know oh, Mark, yeah, Twain. Mark, Mark Twain. Uncle Tom, <laughs> not Uncle Tom. <laughs> Way different movie. That's what he's playing in the new, uh, yeah. in the new uh, uh, Top Gun. No, but I'll, I'll tell you what, Val Kilmer. Super, super nice guy, nice. really talented, really passionate artist. I can't blame him for this, but fact, he fucking hates people from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Not. He, oh, it was, it was awful. Like, this man has put his, the last 13 years into this amazing piece of art, mm-hmm. and he'd be touring right now doing the actual play uh-huh. if it weren't for his illness. Yeah, sure. So all he can do is tour with a film of this play. Oh, okay. You know, his his passion, his lifeblood. And then we get to Q&A and it's just like, I just think you're the best Batman ever. 
And everyone knows that's baloney. Yeah, yeah. that's who the fuck malarkey. remembers Val Kilmer from? He Batman. even knows that. He doesn't even think he's the best Batman. He's the best. He's, he like, is the best. He's the best Doc Holiday of all time. You can throw that fuck, out yeah, there. Yeah, he is. No, but he walked out and he started talking, and I didn't know he looked like that, and I didn't know he was like he talked like that, and I was just like, oh my god, Doc Holiday's a longer. Oh, it happened. Yeah. Came around. No, he didn't admit it in the speech. We did research afterwards. He just said his tongue was swollen. He yeah. was going through a healing of cancer, is what he said on like Reddit. And I we guess. did research. Like, I, he's a Christian scientist. I oh think. shit! Okay. He said it. He is. Um, so he said he's healing from cancer. So I don't know if he's better or if he's just like gotten the healing rays of Yahweh <laughs> down on his. All right. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Uh... Let's hope uh, no, Jim Henson stays be- lonely, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's what I thought. I was like, fuck, dude. Anyway, where, how All do right. we get on Sorry, that tangent? I have no uh, idea. Cocktail, oh, Tom Cruise, trying to get a description. So my description of Some Like It Hot is a heat wave has hit New York, and the, the, ca- the, the crew is bearing their way through it. However... Um, they get one unsuspecting firecracker in their mix, and he might <laughs> blow up, up the their heat. whole situation. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. No, that's good. I like it. All right. So, yeah, episode 10. No spoilers in that, really, either, other no, than none. the heat waves. That's what we're talking. Talk and where do we start wave. episode 10? The old cantina. Cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, what's the cantina song? We got see that's what we got to merge. We got to put the cantina song yes, over a cafeteria scene of Night Court. But the cantina song is fitting for this episode because it's hot as balls. Yep, and it opens. Bull is uniform sweating less. They're sweating. Both Bull and Selma jackets off, short sleeves, short sleeves, shirts. Bucko. I was like, that is cool. So it- they both looked very alien. But it's, do you remember in the summer, like when your teachers would do that, like yeah. your your male teachers that had to wear like the, the Oxfords and the ties, they would come in with a short sleeve Oxford and a tie. You're just like, what are, what are you doing? What? It looks so funny. I almost, I'm getting so attached to these characters. I almost felt like um, they were like new G.I. Joes. Like I got like a new, yeah, the new version. Like, version. It was like a new Batman. Desert figure. Heat Bull. Can we also say that Selma has nicer arms than I do? Sandstorm Selma. They're tight. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't recognize her. I... Selma's thick. Like in a good, like a good thick. Like tough. That's no, those. Like... She's got those thick smoking veins. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. All veins. <laughs> oh, we had the smoking joke we'll get to later. And I was like, that's hilarious and so fucking sad. So Okay, so you guys have done a little bit of research. Or did we talk about it? Because I'm like, we talked oh, about sh- it. we did? Like, exactly. Well, I mean, we mentioned it because it came up a few episodes ago where it was like that she she passes at some point and then another old woman joins the cast and she also passes. Yeah, but we didn't talk about how she how? passes. Oh, no. Yeah, we no. speculated. We did <laughs> I did I don't I don't know about Casey, but I did research. Or, I, I looked into it a little bit. I have to do more cuz I want to do a, a a nice I know we'll all do a nice tribute to her on a her last send-off? episode. What is it? Yeah. I assumed it was cigarettes or like mesothelioma because she was at when the Hindenburg crashed. Oh shit, right. <laughs> she uh she was rolling her own, baby. Uh oh, nice. Korean style. And then somebody uh, yeah, else so rolled her. 
Well, oh, speaking of the hey. now that we're on the macabre, so yeah, hey, the episode opens in the cantina, and we have like desert heat action bowl and sandstorm Selma <laughs> versions dressed in there. Just hot. You can tell it's hot, and that's all they're talking about. And Bull sits down at the table, oh, and yeah. Selma is reading the newspaper, and she just goes, um, you know when there's heat like this, they always run the same story. Someone, they say it's so hot you can fry an egg on the street. And she's looking, and she- And someone fries an egg, and then they, they take, take a, a picture, picture of it, and, and yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. And then- uh, Harry walks in and goes, oh, Selma, uh, you got it backwards. And she flips the newspaper and it, she was looking at a skydiving accident, apparently. Well, he's like, yeah, like, that's this is the picture of the egg. And she's like, well, what's this? And Harry goes in and like, um, and people say skydiving is a safe sport. So. So it's smush time. Smush time. Smush. The old skydiving. Skydiving was so uh, exotic back then, too. Oh, yeah. But here's what I will say about that very, very briefly and quickly, because I know I've wasted time already. I'm sure I'll waste more as well. But it's so true. Like, still to this day, we've come a long way, New Yorkers especially, but I swear to you, every summer I would hear at least five New Yorkers say when I lived there, it's so hot you could fry an egg. And I was just like, this, I thought that was shit yeah, just from the movies. Like it was like a fake Yeah, like it's a fake New Yorky thing. It's not, ladies and gentlemen. They really say it. And by the way, though, there is no heat like a New York City summer yeah, heat. No, like no. No. legit. No. That was the thing it is, about. I mean, you literally see the air in waves. It's episode. so hot. You see heat waves. Yeah, it's like a desert. No, that's the thing about the episode. I was like, oh shit, you can feel that. Like just had that. Oh like, yeah, you feel visceral it. Visceral reaction to them talking about being in this giant building in the middle of the city during that type of heat on the 18th floor. Can't get oh, away from God. it. Oh God. We. And that's I mean, honestly yeah. with no fucking heat. Oh. We all lived in New York a decade, and I can remember, it might have been the first, no, it was the second year we lived in New York, Casey, but I, I'm picking out like three years that are very specific, and we always get hot summers in New York, but when you get that heat wave heat in New York, you feel like this city is going to explode. You really can feel it in your yeah. bones, and, and oh, people and just have like one, like... It's just you can feel that meter hit and everybody just makes that one decision that like that one that takes that one extra step that you're just like, oh, everybody's crazy. Like one guy just decides like, yeah, you know what? I'm not wearing pants to the bodega. There was this one subway ride in particular. It's so fucking true, though. Like where I like pulled out of it. I was self-aware and it was one of those just hot. It was like day four of the hot days. So everybody is used to it, but that doesn't mean you're like comfortable. It just means you're slowly all of the the shell of society that protects us is worn away and it just yep. everybody's a raw nerve. And we got on the subway train and I had my backpack, so I took it off because I was like, I'm not I don't wear my backpack on the subway because I'd feel like an asshole. Because you would be an asshole. Right. Right. And it's hot as fuck, so I just take it off. And of course, everyone's crammed into a train, and the the you know the AC's 
if it's working, it's not working enough. It's just hot. So you just get a hot train and like that it's that one moment on the subway where you're like just that brief like ah, cool air. Yeah. Even if it's full of people. So that wasn't working. And I'm standing there holding my bag and just trying to like center myself and then this I see this guy leaned over on his knees and his head in his hands and it's just sweat pouring off of him. <laughs> So I'm trying to give him enough room without being intrusive and the subway starts and my bag gets close to him. And every time it gets even close to him, he just takes his hand and goes <clears throat> and just pushes it as hard as he can into me. And then I bump into the person behind me and they're like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> so it was just this constant, like he kept doing that. And I kept, I was like, motherfucker, if you do this again, and it just was just, you could, the wave like a pool it rippled out because i bumped into this guy and then this guy bumps into this woman and then it's just this it goes and goes and i was like if this continues this train's gonna just fucking go yeah th- like it's just gonna turn into a brawl and that's gonna spill out into the street and then that's gonna spill into here mm-hmm. and here and then the fucking manhattan's gonna fall into the ocean that uh the news three days ago we had finally had like a hot day it was like 90 <sighs> degrees three and the news was on that night and uh, I kind of missed it. I had to be inside all day. Crime work. was up 5,000%. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, no, a, a, a train got sta- stalled, no AC in, in a tunnel for 45 minutes. And Shut then oh, when they finally pulled out, there was an electrical problem. So the doors wouldn't open. And it was literally like, I don't know, like the rats in Indiana Jones, like people were just <laughs> slowly. And they did. They all powered like the doors open and like flowed out i was like <laughs> fuck because it was rush hour so you know that train that you know you should be like oh. you just want to get home but you're like fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna take that step into this crowded train all i gotta do is flatten myself just out i only got in. a few stops it, it was that full and then it got stuck just stop 45 oh, minutes God. the moment it just and then it finally pulls you into a station and then the doors won't open I'm literally having a panic attack. I probably attack would have broke about that. my fist trying to break that. Plastic. I would, yeah, I would have died. Like, people I broke the train. Like I think people got in trouble for that shit. But I don't blame them. Like when I get, I'm so so soft. When I get stuck on a train with air <laughs> conditioning for ten minutes, I'm so furious. I could, I, I, I could, I, I'm the one pushing people's bags. Like ah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good with the little things. I'm trying. Well, that's but, uh, also like, and I mean no offense, it's because you're short. Shorter people get the shit end of the stick on the crowded train. Interesting. I do. I didn't know. I, no, interesting. I it's not I because I'm short. a woman. It's literally because I'm I'm short. Like people, I mean, you have bags in your face that people are holding up. Like you have armpits in your face. You have boobs in your face. You. Have, I'm not that short. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I am. I'm Tux saying me, but I'm saying you're shorter than than Casey. Sure. Yeah. No. No. I I get the Casey posture. wouldn't yeah, understand absolutely. what you're dealing with. It. You don't understand what I deal with. None of oh, you understand. Because I'm so big, people give their seats up to me because I look like I'm trouble. They don't want it. Want no, no business in it. Oh. <laughs> it's because they think you're homeless. <laughs> you're a regular, yeah, bull on that subway train. I'll tell you what, you'll be right at his old little bull. <laughs> Uh, at his yeah, speaking so, of, you'll be right at his snake, right at the snake. Oh. Yay! So yeah, there everyone's in the cantina and it's hot. And Harry makes the 
makes the joke, or Dan, I think Dan starts and goes, "Hey gang, hot enough for you?" Which people still make that joke. It's not. I don't think it's ever been funny, ever. Dan doesn't say it. Harry says it. I thought Harry he said it first, it. and then Harry no. says, oh, it's Harry. Dan just walks in in a three-piece suit. <laughs> As you say, That's Casey, need is a pin, not a drop of sweat on him. Just looking good, feeling good. And uh, uh, Liz says, I don't think I've ever seen him sweat. Uh, where does it go from there? Because I, I know- Bull where- goes, that's because snakes don't sweat. No. Well, I think we're missing <laughs> something <laughs> interrelated. <laughs> Bo would be a real <laughs> asshole. That that would be that would be my kind of joke. Like, cause I I I, I couldn't I did, couldn't piece it together, so I just blurted out, and they'd be like, "What are you doing, calling this guy, calling somebody a snake for no reason?" So, so how I do we get that, there? I think Lana says, "Does he ever sweat?" And Liz says, "I've never seen him sweat." And then I forget who, but someone says like. You know, every you know, name yeah. one thing that doesn't sweat. Like, you know, that's crazy. It's so hot out. And then Bull goes, snakes don't sweat. Fielding. More of a factual, yep. more of a factual thing. And then we all realized that it could easily pertain to Dan. I thought it was a just hence straight the joke. At Dan. No, he oh, was. I he think was, I thought that was he a was being an Danny. encyclopedia. Oh yeah. They do have, but Dan takes it. But then afterwards, he definitely, Bull, like, you know, I mean, Bull definitely understands the joke of it. They have a nice stare off. They they take some time with that. It's pretty funny. They are, love- we're, we're still establishing those two are, are at the hit. Yeah, because then, then Dan asks, uh, where'd you hear that? And Bull's like, the dentist. Or where'd <laughs> you dentist. read that? The dentist. <laughs> Which was so good because that was so unexpected. It wasn't necessarily like funny like joke wise but it was just like oh bull i love him Bull would read a whole magazine at the dentist and then harry harry get gets into it gets a little sleaze ball with lana she's they're talking about dealing with the heat and he's like i got no problem i'm not wearing anything underneath underneath these robes and she tries to peek yeah she does do a weird she does try to peek she does which is funny because it's a floor length robe and she just she half asses it. Like you're never she wouldn't have yeah. been able to she's like Ugh. But why so she tries even, to take a little I, I put that up to bad acting. I, I like take more it, like Yeah. I'm talking on the phone, I'm gonna talk like with my pinky finger and my thumb, and that's not how people hold a phone. You know what I'm saying? It was or I'm looking under. I think she went maybe went too far with the lean because her going any further than what she did would would kill the joke that follows. Right. Right. So either she overshot it or just like she could have moved the chair away and been like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think the move had to happen. I think just the the shock of like seriously, like the whoa. Yeah. So she goes seriously and then tries to look and Harry goes, Yeah. And then Harry lifts his robe at her and she <gasps> And we don't see. <laughs> It's away from the audience, and that's why, regardless of what the outcome of that was, which we'll get to, I was still like, yeah, wow. The heat. Everyone's delirious. Yeah. Yeah. He said, so oh, Harry I got flashes it. her, and she freaks out, and then he's like, ah, I'm wearing my short. Like, he's wearing shorts. Hi- all you got to do is wear high black, sor- uh, high black socks, and nobody will know the difference, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Like, how did she even know he wasn't wearing pants? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless she was like looking at like to see if like maybe she inspects his old region so hard she can tell when there's not an extra <laughs> when he's free when he's free balling yeah. is it it could be me and like i definitely could be wrong but i thought he brought it up i don't th- i think he said it's so hot he might have he's too busy sucking on that popsicle like the uh, uh juvenile yeah, he is he oh offers, yeah he also offers it to dan he was like want a lick and i love dan pass yeah of course not no Wayman. one eats anyone else's ice cream or frozen treat unless it's your girlfriend or boyfriend but i was literally just gonna say to you casey like i love you like i love everything about you but i mean i really don't i I wouldn't want to share a popsicle you don't want my leavings you wouldn't accept my leavings it's just messy like i'd rather share a toothbrush than a popsicle as with the last episode, Dan, uh, uh, real quick, I'll share this. Uh, not Dan. Um, with the last episode, you know, uh, Harry T. Stone's Harry. coming in cool, 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 cool in yeah. new ways. I got to tell you, the reason we started this podcast or what kind of led us, led us into it is that I get a channel that I noticed Night Court was on. I started watching it and we started talking about it and wouldn't it be fun to watch it? So we all agreed that we're watching episode by episode. Not really going ahead. I'm not going to, you know, we, I have the episodes. I don't go ahead, but like, like some kind of addict, I was like, I happened to be on that channel. And they said, I was watching Roseanne as a matter of fact. And they said, up next night court. And I was like, well, I didn't choose this. It's coming upon me. I can watch another episode. (laughs) You know what episode came on? I couldn't fucking believe it. What? Episode nine. Wonder drugs. The one you just said watched. The one That's you and weird. I had just talked about three days earlier. That's really there funny. So many episodes. Like the universe all- does not want you to go any yeah, further. That's right. I know, and I watched. I week sat week. and I watched it all, realizing that what we're doing now is giving me the the thing I always wanted, but about intellectual things. Like I always wanted the recall, like to discuss. War and peace. Like when I see people that are like, can repeat a poem word for word. Like if they're having a conversation, they can go, oh, Robert Frost and and they actually like retained knowledge and can discuss it. I said verbatim episode nine of Wonder Drugs to Meg's chagrin from start to finish without any effort whatsoever just tossing it off like it's nothing yeah baby so uh, someday this will come in handy all right back to it we get uh our i think we get um somebody i really warmed up to a new character who i've discovered is going we're going to see a lot of oh man i'm really glad about that actor killed it just the best just I I recognize his voice and not necessarily because of him, but I've just the perfect New Yorker voice. Kind of got that Danny Aiello face. I think he face. sounds like Tony from the Pre- Sopranos. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, like that's I think what it's I one got. One of the Italian guys from Band of Brothers who reminds me of. Mm, I got can it. see that. Yeah. Well, and without further ado, we are talking, ladies and gentlemen, about an, Art the Maintenance Man. Another man in uniform. Art the ma- handyman. Art the handyman, kind of. Who can? Kind of your, the uh, handyman can. You're kind of your off-brand Danny Aiello. Um, he's got a nice wispy mustache that only catches the light at certain times. Uh, just like that, exactly. It's the accent you guys are talking about. It's perfect because it's um, 
I don't know. It just, I bet that guy's from New York. I don't know why, or because yeah. it just felt like these little moments that are very genuine that you still only hear as far as me living in New York with old timers in like Greenpoint, Brooklyn, uh, mm. some Bronx guys, like some, like some real deal, like the type of people that live in New York, like I know, like we've talked about, like the type of people that live in Brooklyn that talk about going to Manhattan like they've done it a handful of times in their life. Right. Yes. Yeah, totally. And that exists, folks, for all of you out there. Like New oh, York New York definitely is separated. Like it's not just this one like one amalgam like mix like uh, of people going back and forth. Like there are old school people that treat their neighborhood of Brooklyn like it's the only part of the world or Queens or here or that or probably probably yeah. parts of Manhattan for all I know not so much, but yeah, to get you know to get to those some of those places, it takes two hours by the train. Yeah, which is, I'm sure there are plenty of of cities two hours away from anybody that they're like, I've never fucking been to that city. Right, of course you. There's no reason. Exactly. Yeah, only idiots that move out from outside of New York that come to New York are like, well, I got to get a job and I got to afford to live a place here. I'm talking about me, of course. So I'm going to oh, take yeah. the train into the city an hour and a half to work my minimum wage job and an hour and a half back because I don't know this madhouse, this mad world that I now live in. Oh, totally. And back to art, someone who can definitely maneuver this mad, mad world. Oh, yeah. Um. So he's the reason he's in the, there, they're like, art. They don't even call him by his name. They're like, come on, what's wrong with the AC? Can't you fix the AC? And that's kind of his first gag is like, what, no hello? What, yeah. you're not going to ask me how I'm doing? Yeah, they didn't say Art. I got I got it from his name. His name's on yeah, his shirt. Yeah, me too. His little name tag. Yeah. Well, then Harry comes over and says and uses his name. Hey, how are you, Art? How are you doing? And literally <laughs> goes through everything that Art said verbatim, like of the conversation that he wanted. No, how's your day? What's going on? Harry goes, how's your day? What's going on? When are you going to fix the AC? Which was good. I liked yeah. that. Yeah. And then that's- Short, sweet, to the point, snippy. It was good. Yeah, and that's how a lot of Art's, we're gonna, Art's comedy is this episode. It's just this quick, how about this? Why can't I have this? He gets all that and he's like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, and we find out that the reason they're, it's so hot is because there's no AC. Uh-huh. And they're, they're kind of busting Art's chops about well, if the AC, if there's no way, like, what are you doing then? If you can't fix the AC? And he's like, well, it's, it's not broken. It's just off. Like, what? Like, it's off. Art, why would the ice AC be off? And pulls out the old city ordin- ordinance. Oh, yeah. Just in case for blackouts, they got to shut the mayor. Orders of the mayor. We got to keep it to a minimum. Lessen the burden on the electrical system. So art is uh saying no ac and then he's gonna go take all the light bulbs out of the sockets so as we <laughs> are talking about this the lights dim and they do a little you know a bit of a flicker which is we're getting close to a brownout ladies oh, yeah. and gentlemen oh it's all because old old chocolate cigarettes had a fan plugged in what is a brownout that's just uh that would be just a smaller blackouts full on no blackouts full on brownout is electrical stuff like not necessarily lights but like big power sources like air conditioners like got it like fuses that fuses don't work that have a lot of energy going in them so like a brownout is like 
you can't your generators won't work you know the but emergency lighting will still work stuff of that gotcha. nature gotcha okay. so like non non essential power goes out but yes. blackout everything goes yeah Got blackout it. is the whole shebang so anyway starts dimming we look over old chocolate chocolate cigarettes chalky cigs has a fan on has a fan old... on and art 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 gets over there and commands yep he puts his he puts his boss pants on and he goes you know unplug that unplugs it the lights stop sure flickering enough. and get back to bright yep art looks you want to take the do you Go know the it. line you want to take the line no i don't have it make it very arty yeah responsibility is awesome that's right yeah Art's got power. No pun. Art has art. Art is um, he's kind of like Selma. Like he knows he's got to be there, but like Art's that guy. He's he's Doctor Toilet. Yes, he is, and he loves it. He's just he's so great because he's so chatty. He's he is like Selma, but he's always talking. You're right. Like Art's the guy who's you walk into a room and he's talking to the wall, and you just get sucked into his odd conversation. Then you're like, I gotta go. This guy just singing to his hammer. Yeah, and then you end up asking him like, Hey, what's going on? And you're he's the gotcha. Worst mistake you've ever made. He no is one. gonna tell you about his entire project, what he's doing, what's yeah. going on, like this, why this doesn't fit, why this doesn't fit, why people like you are responsible for this because you don't. Flush toilet yeah. right and good old. That's art. true. I knew uh, the the restaurant that I used to work at, Rye. They were um, building out the basement in the new space, and the owner got one of his friends to do it. And his name, this is he's perfect. He's just Art Young Art. His name is Fabrizio. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. Just a a carpenter contractor, and he was the same way. Like sweetest guy. But it was one of those things, if you asked him a certain question and you were like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And it's like, oh, how's your day? And you're just like, you just expect a, a good or a bad. And it was always like, how's your day? Ah, it's pretty rough. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. And he's like, well, here's the thing. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. There we go. Shit. Yep. Here comes, here comes Art and he's going to do the rundown. So that's Art. So we're back in the courtroom and Art is just hammering away, working away, just Doing, doing the job. Banging, clanging, and making all kinds of weird noise. Yeah, what's he working on? He's just hammering. No. So. Isn't he, isn't here, he just hammering? I thought he was literally just hammering at a wall. No, he was, he did, are, are we serious? Yes. I thought that was his punchline. He's like, I'm just hammering. That's, no, yeah. he's, he's trying to find the main lines to the generators in case of a brownout. Because again, <sighs> A brownout is just a reduction of electrical stuff, so he needs to find certain electrical lines that will work because they're on the 18th floor. Elevators will not work. Right, gotcha. and that's why he's just hammering. So he's, he's hammering, and he literally said, I may have to you know, tear these walls down to figure it out, which Harry obviously says no to. Right. And yeah. then he says, you know understandable i get it but we're you know we're still in court so can can you just try to do it as quietly as possible best this and is then great. you you got a good hee-haw so i'm gonna let you take this gag i don't remember what it was now oh it's when he takes his ladder oh ladder yeah gag. so ladder gag yeah so uh 
yeah, Harry asked Ark to keep it down, and he's got his big old thing of tools and his big old chunky ladder, and he's just walking down the aisle, just banging on everything, and like the ladder scares him, so he turns and knocks his toolbox into the thing, and then he knocks and knocks. Just yeah, it's perfect. He's just the Tasmanian devil of. But that's what that's what being a maintenance guy is in like a public sphere. Like I, the bar, Casey, you and I used to work at a trailer park. I did all the maintenance there. And the guy, like, even though I had keys and I was like, I'll just do that after everybody's gone because it makes sense. Be like, no, no, we got to get it done right away. So in the middle of a full restaurant, I would be bang. Like, exactly. That's why I was laughing about it so yeah. much. Just banging ladder, hitting shit. And there's they, the place we worked at had fake hedges where you had to staple oh, gun yeah. leaves to it. And the le- people would pick the leaves off. So in the middle of a crowded, if, if. For you out there that has never heard a staple gun up against, like, just it was like a box, a hollow box of wood, so it echoes the sound. So in the middle of, like, rush hour, a busy restaurant would just be, patink, patink. Sounds like a gun, like an actual gun. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, it's so funny. Like, I, that, all of that just fit, because he'd be like, hey, hey, I gotta, you got to change that light bulb. I was like, but to do that, we have to put in a ladder up in the middle of this restaurant. Yeah. At 725 right now. Yeah, let's get it done. It's so stupid. And to get that ladder right. out, as you all know with ladders, you got to take this long-ass ladder up the stairs, kind of wiggle it around to get it up vertical me, and out. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, God, so crazy. Perfect, Art. You did it, you did it justice. Yeah. You did us Dr. Toilets in the world some justice. Well, and he said before, you know, I'll, I'll be quiet. You won't even know I'm here, I swear. Here. Yeah. It's and a- then boom, 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 boom. So good. Uh, and then we are into the case of the evening. Mm-hmm. The hooker's uh, already gotten her $50 fine. Yeah, that's right. That was the, we're in the middle of, and now we're in the main case. And they bring him out in a way befitting of his station in life. His character's name is Yakov, but it is the world-renowned comedian... Yeah. That means lady, right? Comedian. Comedian. Yakov Shmirnov. You already knocking Shmirnov? Knocking, I didn't mean knocking to. I back said comedian. What, I, thought, I, I said was just comedian like... and I went, uh, if you put an inflection on it, it means lady comedian. It's He's a comedianski. Comedianski. Yakov Shmirnov. I'm not, let's not make, let's try and hold true to not making any <laughs> bad, because that's his gig is making the bad Russian jokes. Yes, that was yeah. the last one I make, I'll promise, because I, I couldn't possibly... You, you, can't, so, yeah, for, you can't rush a rushy, you know? For the for anyone who does, who's not familiar with Yakov Shmirnov, he, and as I thought about it, was probably... I wondered if he and Harry had either road dog together. I thought, I thought that too. I'm um, sure. He was an 80s stand-up comedian. He is from... He was born in Russia. He's from Russia. He's um, from, he from the Ukraine. From the Ukraine. From Odessa, yeah. Yeah. Ukraine in the Soviet Union. He came to the United States in the 80s. And the character he portrayed in the show, which was this off-the-boat Russian character, and that was his shtick for the most part of his career, was making fun of communism and American consumerism. But it was the extent of, in Russia, we call this... A tractor, a tractor. In America, it's a 
car. Like it's just. Oh boy. The, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of anything. We're Sorry. not getting. A, we're not getting any uh, any writing. Cause, no. Because here's something you might not know about Yakov Smirnov, and I I found this interesting. I um, I actually listened to a podcast with him. He was on WTF with uh, our friend. He was Christmasing with the crank, Mark Marin, and uh, um. He's a he's a fascinating guy, and you actually look at your IMDb, and uh, unfortunately I can't fill in too much of it here. But you look at your IMDb, his IMDb, and you go, "Wow, he's like hustling until night." He has a gap of uh, television and movie work. Mm-hmm. Did you see this from 1993 to 2000? Is it 14? It's huge. 15. 15. So he just uh, kind of stepped away. No, I found out why. Okay, great. He, uh, so he got big in the eighties and nineties doing his his sort of bore like the the most the comparison would be Borat. Yeah, um, yep. a very Borat-esque character. He had another TV show called What a Country, and that was kind of his punchline. He would do the comparative jokes of like in America you call it a cell phone, in Russia we call it tin can and a string, or whatever. Whew. All right. And then you go, what a country. Uh, he uh, got so popular, he bought a theater, his own theater in Branson, Missouri. Yep, he sure did. And that's where he spent the next 20 years doing his shtick. But he's still there. And guys, if if don't, don't feel sorry for old Yakov, like that Yakov Smirnov, apparent, this is what I had heard on the podcast. He kills Branson, Missouri twice a night, every night, and has been doing so for like a decade. Jesus. Full on theater that he owns. Full on theater that he owns. So, I mean, I feel like there's a sketch there of the audience that comes to see Yakov Smirnoff. At In Branson, Missouri. And that's not a dig on his show, by the way, because I bet his show's great. Oh, I bet it's so, like, on point and streamlined. I feel like he, after seeing him, Casey, I feel like he would be a Martin Short where he may do the same type of shtick, but yeah. everything is always new and nuanced. Yeah. Like, he's on his toes. Yeah, right? he's not doing the same. He's going to do his character of Yakov, but it's going to be contemporary, which right. I'm sure he's killing now. I was going to oh, yeah. say, like... The the level of xenophobia and um, like the the weird like political polarization like the audience that goes to Branson they I don't know I just why do I feel like there's some crazy shit that has been slung his way verbally oh, sure. by way of people that don't get the joke that shouldn't be sitting in that theater but they'll sit in yeah. any theater in Branson Missouri. Yeah, it, it yeah. like you had mentioned. They, the, they probably thought he helped win the election. They probably love him. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it. It seems similar to like uh, like that Borat thing when because uh, we made the comparison like to when Borat goes to the wrestling event and sings the national anthem and all of that. And, oh yeah, and yeah. They want to string him up, but then when he's when he but then they they have no problem. There's no reluctance when they they start. Uh, joining in chanting die Jews die Jews it's still right, like yeah. such it's it I know it's like comedy and that's why uh who's the who's the Borat actor um oh Sasha Baron Cohen yeah why he's so brilliant because that's comedy but it's like like I can't think of 
a more raw bit of social commentary and like honesty caught on film Mm -hmm. when you see these guys like yeah like just no problem because one guy says it's okay it's okay for them when they just like oh we can do this now oh it's so weird um and it's and it's happening all around us so Dirty Yakov. Any more on Smirnov? Or are we on to Korolenko? Uh, no. I, I, other thing I had. Other thing I had was he teaches uh, courses. A uh, course called Business of Laughter at Missouri State University. Look at this guy. Nice. That's a. That's the. Uh, that's the sweetheart gig, is it not? That's the uh, check the in American the American Dream. That's the check oh, in your yeah. mailbox every uh, every every yeah. month. Without hashtag it. tenure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, you, do you think kids clamor to take his class, or are they too detached from the comedy of the 1980s? I bet, I bet the- that he's like this rogue professor type that has like a reputation, so I think that there's clamoring, but I don't think because it's Yakov Smirnoff from the 80s in Cosby sweaters. No, right. I bet it's... Because it's just an entertaining class. Yeah, oh, right. It's one sure. of those where it's like, it's, he really made it fun to learn. Yeah. What do you learn, I wonder? I bet it's awesome. I wonder if we can audit it. We'll, we'll have to send him a copy of this episode. <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> yeah, oh, when Casey yeah. calls him a comedian. <laughs> and and those Russian jokes, he's going he's gonna to crucify he's us for us. <laughs> yeah. We call it a car <laughs> oh man already hey. burning in podcast we call us stupid oh. <laughs> yeah we gotta uh, so come up with the po- the podcast bit on podcast we call it no wait in america they call it this on podcast we call it man i got nothing we're in night night court baby let's keep it rolling let's keep it rolling uh, God, I'm doing my Russian. I'll get that Russian podcast joke. So uh, <laughs> Yakov comes out and we find out that the reason he's before the court <laughs> is because he has <laughs> we talking on a soapbox. And, and <laughs> America, you call it podcast. <laughs> In Russia, <laughs> you call it confession. <laughs> Oh, except they they don't. I can't yeah. do it. Oh. See, that's an art. That's the haiku of it. How bad can you make it? Oh, oh man, I, I, the way I feel, the way the way things are trickling out of my brain, the way my synapses are firing, I can make it real bad. I can make it real. Bad. Actually, I can't make it bad. I can't even make it bad to be good. You guys just heard mine. In podcast, we call it, oh, I don't know. And podcast, I'll think of it. Oh, I, can't. Oh, I don't know. I shouldn't be speaking That's if I don't exactly. know. Exactly. You're not supposed to. In podcast, we call it, talk to hear your voice. <laughs> um, you so, could say propaganda. Yeah, sure. Let's just move on. <laughs> let, it, let it come organically. I'm we're, stuck on it. It's we're, it's like a, an old writing meeting. Like we're trying to force it, and it's not going to work. So we just gotta pussy let riot? it go and just let it pussy riot. Let's go. Let's give it the old. Let's give it the old bull <laughs> slice pussy throat. Riot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Old neck finger to the throat. Uh, so we find out, and it's fitting for the episode. Yakov is on trial because he has got some hot, hot merch. Some like it hot. He was on the street trying to sell stolen merchandise. Stolen watches. And the problem 
the problem is, is that he, this character is, can only speak Russian and they do not have an interpreter. So the debate right now is A, where can we get an interpreter? But B, should we let this guy go on bail, not knowing who he is, what he is, you know, his history, mm-hmm. his record, so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. And then they slowly find out he knows a smattering of English. Because the first one is, go Yankees! Do you think, I'm going to, this is right on there. I had this written down with how little English he knows. It seems so foreign to me now, and, and hear me out here, that anyone, and, and by the way, so I had to reframe this because I was like, it just seems like, what is this guy from Mars? Like he literally, mm-hmm. they can't communicate at all. Like me, this, you, what is he, a, a cryptid? Is he a Bigfoot? Yeah. But then I think about like when I'm immersed in people speaking another, like I literally understand none of it. So like I was mm-hmm. able to reframe that like, okay, like if I'm in a room full of people strictly speaking French, I'm not going to understand I'm going to understand the same amount as him. That being said, when it's English on the other side, when somebody's in a room full of people speaking English, I feel like the shift has happened so much so, especially with the internet, but I feel like even more so since then, that English has become even more, more universally known, like literally taught as a second language in most countries that that's not the case anymore with somebody totally totally not understanding a word of English. Well, I would also say, though, for the 80s version of this, they kind of hit that home. Like, we'll get into it, but, you know, he does know, quote-unquote, buzzwords. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, he he does understand that. And I, I also think that it's harder to communicate regardless of what you understand. It's harder, harder to communicate with Americans. <laughs> When you don't understand the language because Americans are impatient. Yeah. And and even like I do it too. Like I'm not saying it is a judgmental thing, but when they are talking to him like this, it's just like, oh my God, that's so fucking annoying. That's not going to make anything better. And that's what I would do too. Like, do you understand me? It's like in America, it's like. It's like in America, we call it patience. And like in Russia, we call it waiting to die. (laughs) Yes. See, you can't force it. You can't force that shit. That's a night court. There we go, Ash is calling it. That's it. It's over. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) We got one. We got one. So, yeah, Yakov only knows a few words of English. Go Yankees. Mm -hmm. He approaches the bench and calls Harry Joe. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. He's a very, um, I don't want to use the word cute. I don't know. He is cute. He's like super like cute. He's got like the smile nonstop. Like he's just like a, yeah, he's a fun looking dude. Like I know those, those, this, I know those people in life. Particularly, yeah. I know people like that act very much like him that are just like they're not from United States. Like I know them in the United States. So they're, yeah. they're, they're they immigrated from a different country. They're new here and they're just, you know, they're struggling as 
Of mm-hmm. course you would struggle going to a new country. Fucking smile on your face because they're oh, yeah. hustling. They're working hard. They worked really hard to get over here. So what the hell else is going on? But don't cross them. It reminded don't ever me cross very them. much. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> like when, if that smile ever fades, get the fuck away from them. Out. Cross the street. Yeah. They will bury you. <laughs> uh, he, it reminds me. He reminds me very much of... Uh, Manuel from Faulty Towers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's very smiley, very funny. He's like trying to understand you with what's happening and what's going on. Well, and he's, you know, he's trying to communicate like, no jail, no, no, oh, yeah, no jail. That's, we find out that's the next word Wordy he knows. understands. Well, then so, like, Dan. Do we have to send him to jail? And he goes, jail, no, no jail. Well, jail, and Dan, no yeah. jail. <laughs> No jail! No! <laughs> See, it's adorable. Yeah, but we're looking at Hansi. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's like a baby being born. Torture! Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dan, Dan starts picking on our little guy. Him, yeah. Our little Yakov. Yeah, a baby little uh, Trumpy. Old field. Yeah, there. Dan Dan starts getting a little trumpy and he goes like I think we found another word he knows. Quite a little vocabulary he has there. So, yeah. so Dan's instigating. Are we thinking Dan might be a little uh racist? I, no. I think, no, I think he's I think yeah. I think he's just a conservative. He doesn't like man. the poor. It's funny you bring it up because maybe that's why we'll get into the B C storyline with him. Is oh God. he's he, yeah. he can't ha- be racist, right? He may be xenophobic, so maybe that's why they were like, "Oh, we better gotcha." Show that he's not. He just hates Russians. Uh, so well, he yeah, did so stiff we, pineapple. Oh no, wait, that was the other shoeshine kid. All right, pomegranate. <laughs> he did <laughs> or mango. <laughs> Come on, blueberry spit shine. <laughs> Uh, so we find, so, so basically they have to hold Yakov until they can find a, a, uh, translator to get to the bottom of what, who he is, what, what's going on. And at, like, as we were joking around, he only knows, it seems to know only the worst words of English because they mentioned jail. He goes, no jail, no jail. And Harry goes, we need to be careful because jail to him may mean something different. He's from Russia. It could mean torture. And he goes, torture, no torture. Torture. Yeah. Well, and then also in kind of the middle, while they're still debating whether they can let him go or they need to keep him without bail or not, Art, Art's our back. trusty old Art, enters in and he's got he's got a, a pretty hefty amount of gasoline with him. Yeah, I forget really? why he has that again. But he needed he, it for the generator. Yes, and he, and he tucks didn't want to it make away. Two trips. He he goes. I got that gasoline. You mind if I just tuck it away behind the jury box? No, Art, because Art's just interrupting. Yeah. Well, right, and Lana gets snappy with him because he's interrupting, and Art looks at Harry and just goes, "Women just don't understand power consumption, do they?" He is. He's like, and I love art. Candyman. Like he's just, he's not in on it. Like he, he thinks he's in on it, and he doesn't realize. Like, no, you are the problem in the room right now. Can we have a spinoff show that's art, the bomb and the goofy bomb inspector guy? Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. We need Michael, a name on there. Crazy Santa Claus. Bernie. 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 Is Bernie still 
I, w- I got Bernie mixed up. I got the actor that plays Bernie mixed up with Bernie. Terry, I was going to say, is Terry, Bernie still? Yeah. Bernie's dead. But no, Bernie Bernie, Bernie. Bernie's dead. Terry Kaiser. <laughs> Terry Kaiser. Terry Kaiser's still rocking and uh, rolling. So, yeah. And then uh, Art drops the gasoline off. Lana gets mad at him because he's interrupting. And then Dan starts to troll Yakov by just leaning in and going, Jail. Yeah, Yakov freaks out again. Jail, no well, jail. Well, and they say, you know, we're, you know, Liz is Liz is the defense attorney, and Harry says, you know, Liz, I I kind of agree with Dan. We don't know him. We're gonna have to hold him, and he's trying to explain to Yakov very nicely and and respectfully. You know, we're gonna have to put you in a holding pen until we get an interpreter, and Yakov's just not understanding, mm-hmm. and so Dan goes, little jail. Jail, no jail. No, no jail. And then And then Bull walks oh, up. Oh boy. Yep. And he just and he's freaking out and he turns because Bull's behind him and he just goes, Oh no. Yeah, he just instantly it reminds him of those Russian bulls that are waiting up yeah. in Siberia <laughs> for him. So then Bull tries to It's very American. Tries to charades it. Talk him down and he tries to charades him and he's like, It's okay. We're just gonna put you in a holding cell. Don't nothing bad's gonna happen. And he does the old finger across the so neck. So cut the chatter. Cut the chatter. Yeah. So cut the chatter. I I guess that was a bit of a stretch for me. So cut the chatter would normally just be like, you know, like uh, a hand closing, like zip it, yeah. like a, a a shush over the a hand. Shush. But his cut the chatter was a was straight up pirate. Dead man. a Sicilian neck. necktie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, but here's the thing, because I totally agree with you for anybody but Bull. Yeah. Yo, I'm like, I, you yeah. would, you could totally imagine that Bull would just have the wrong hand signals for the right, the wrong sayings. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, then Yakov does think that it is because it's kind Bull of the joke the too. It's kind of the joke too that everybody's like, seriously, Bull. Like you know, you get the eye roll afterwards of like Bull, and you know he's kind of like, what? I don't know what I did. Yeah, he Yakov sees it as a Ukrainian neckerchief coming his way. Yeah. He's gonna get the old Stalin surprise. <laughs> uh, so the bad Bull pantomime, and then Yakov just can't take it anymore. He doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know what to do. So he starts running around the courtroom. And everybody's like, what's this crazy little Russian elf doing? And he runs through the jury box. And that's when he grabs old Art's lazy doctor toilet gasoline he left in the courtroom. Yeah. He's got the gasoline. Picks it up. Don't do any. uh, Judge Harry T. Stone says, all right, stop. Don't do anything stupid. Yakov pours the gasoline all over himself. He says, Anything else stupid. Yeah. Um, And then then I forget where he gets the lighter, to be honest. Is it Selma's? He had it. Oh, okay. No, he has it. it. So he's Yakov's covered in gasoline, and then he pulls out a lighter, and he wants to leave. He wants to get out of there. And then good old Dan Fielding, no one in the courtroom knows Russian, but Dan Fielding knows goodbye or whatever he said yeah, so, yeah, I know. well hold it but first Art, so everybody is freaking out because now this guy has gasoline and they're trying to get people out and art's freaking out and art says seen any film on the hindenburg like this pluppy could blow up and everybody's like you're not helping the situation because yeah, harry's like everything's gonna be all right he's like 
oh, this is like a tinderbox. It's so good. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. I was like, oh, no it's way. It's so good. And we forgot it's that so part good. where he Everybody interrupted for no reason down. earlier where they're like, uh, he's like, I hear you need a Russian interpreter. Oh, oh yeah. do you speak Russian art? No, but I could try. And then literally <laughs> that's as quick as he just goes, what? <laughs> just walks away. I was like, this fucking guy. Oh. No, it's so good. So, so basically, everybody's trying to figure out what Yakov wants, and I, I believe it's Liz. I could be wrong. It's like he wants to leave. Yeah. So Dan opens the little kind of the the court doors, the little swisher yeah. doors that you walk through from the bench, and he goes, "Das Vadanya." Oh yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is is a pretty well known saying, which is goodbye in Russian. But he also makes the the wave, so we know that's what he's saying. But we talking Russian delivery. spy here? Yeah, well, maybe. We're talking about an Ethel Rosenberg. What are their names? Ethel and Rosie Donaldsberg. What were their names? <laughs> I think we're talking about if we're talking about Dan, we're talking about someone who's just fucked Miss Russia. Oh, he still got those ladies tied up in his. At least, with Santa Ukra- Claus. at least that Ukrainian one. Oh, yeah. She's not going in. You think she wants to go home? I've seen Moscow on the Hudson. <laughs> so, so Yakov wants the armed guards to leave. And he wants the bang bang. Yep. The bang bang. Two so guards come in he- pointing guns. He says, oh, bang bang. And then Harry <laughs> has them put the bang bangs away. And they leave. And then Selma. Selma's oh, got yeah. a line. I don't know what the line is, but oh, it's good. Go for it, Selma. Selma's by Lana. Yep. And like, I don't know where this is going because Selma goes, "You gotta admit the kid is cool in a crisis," and I'm like, "Well, it's actually true." Like yeah. Harry, kind of predominantly always is the calm one in these situations, yep. and I was like, "Are we really in the middle of all of this? Going to get sage advice from Selma to Lana?" Oh no! And then lo and behold, Selma pulls out Perfect. a cigarette Perfect. to light it. Perfect. And then it's a no. I did not see it coming, so I thought it was even better because I really I don't know why. Maybe you guys did. I had no idea that was fucking coming. Well, that lead that perfectly leads to the joke that I think yeah. actually leads to the next commercial when they're walking away. She just goes, "Oh, we'll, we'll get there. I guess we're almost there because they Terry ends up clearing wants to clear the courtroom. Says everybody mm-hmm. out, everybody out. Uh, Bull takes Dan's charge. Dan's okay with that. Dan's yeah. like, Dan let's to listen the to the judge. Because Dan is only out for numero yeah. dino. All right? And uh, so he's like, Bull gets people out. I want to see those legs pumping people. Gets people out. But Liz isn't going anywhere because that's her client. Yeah. So she yeah. actually handcuffs herself to Yakka, to Yaki. And yeah. um, so... Then Yakov's even like, he starts speaking Russia. Ru- starts speaking Russian. He, he, he looks over to uh, what an American yeah. thing to say. He he's starts speaking, speaking Russian. He's speaking old Rusk, and uh, he looks over at Judge and he goes, ah, Ruski, 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 cuckoo. <laughs> oh man, it was perfect timing. It really is hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ruski, Ruski, Ruski. Was my impression that bad? <laughs> oh man, but it was perfect because it, it just perfect cut timing. out exactly when he goes, Ruski, Ruski, cuckoo, and then goes, <laughs> I know, I know. It was like the end of happened. a Russian Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Ruski, Ruski, cuckoo. <laughs> 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 
Uh, it did. Fit, it hit just right on the so perfectly, like on the punchline when like somebody hangs up on you perfectly, where like it, my jaw dropped. Hello, like, what hello. F- what happened? Um, <laughs> what did I? What did I do? Um, so she handcuffs herself. They're trying to get him out, and uh, he's like, "She's crazy." And they go to un. And Harry says, Bulldoze. "Yes, she's cuckoo." get the key and I want her out of here. Like he usurps her. He says, no, you're done. To which point there's this, (laughs) why we love art. Just the camera pans over to art and he just goes, Tony Curtis and Sidney Poitier. What's the name of that movie? I got it. He's still on the ladder too. No, it's not. It's not yet. It's not yet. And I know why. So really quickly, we have to get Dan on Liz first. And then he makes the comment. Okay. Uh, okay. And I know why. Oh, Can, so you had, there's a reason he said it. It's not totally so, yeah, non sequitur. Yeah. No, it's so not. Bull goes to unlock Liz, and then y- Yakov gets, oh, no, Rashi, Rashi, Rashi. Because yeah. he's scared to he's death scared of Bull. Right. So Harry goes, okay, Dan, you do it. He wants you to do it. And Dan, Dan gets offended because... And he says, why? And it's because... And Lana says, maybe. possibly because you're less threat threatening. He's like, I'm 6'4". What do you mean non-threatening? And he gets all sassy. Very dandy. And puts his hand on his hip very daintily. Yeah, because he's upset because they're pointing out that he's uh, he's being a wimp, right? The whole time. Because everybody's yeah, trying to fix the situation dandy. and he's backed up. But that yeah. I mean to the Russian guy, that's like... Oh, all right. Like, he's comfortable. He's non-threatening. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think it's also really funny. And, like, of course, this is just going to continue to come up throughout the series. And I totally understand. And I'm not necessarily offended. But it just also – it's interesting now in 2017 to just see – a joke, a, a bit joke, not a super important one, but just the the male effeminate, like, but that, yeah, how that's just an easy punchline. Right. And they haven't let up on it because they've been doing it since the early episodes. Like he is definitely that dandy. Like he loves his briefcases. He loves dressing nice. Yeah, dandy. And Dan. it's not a joke that he's gay. It's well, just no, like, and he's such a Lothario. Like you know, and they so there's definitely no question about sexuality. But there is, you know, there's that manhood line that that he yeah. teeters on. Like he's not this buff, bearded guy in the woods. Like he's going to be the guy that goes camping and brings his little nail clippers and a tent that basically has a, a wooden floor on it. And you'll is know this, this a, reference. Is this a dig at me? Um, no, no. I was, no, was going to say he reminds me of the guy. Like, and you know this reference more than any anyone because your name is Hans. But that dude from Die Hard that's like. Hans, Bobby, ugh. Like oh, just yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That sleazy guy yeah. who is so just, he's like, I'll talk my way out of any situation. Like, that's Yeah, damn. if Holly Gennaro ever moved in with that guy, then she would be, if there was like a creek in the middle of the night, she'd be leaving the room with the baseball bat, not right. him. I think also, I think if Night Court were happening today, they would they would have a writer, they would be writing a lot of metrosexual jokes with Dan. Dan would be a hipster. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But you could do the same jokes, though. But I don't think it would be more as, I don't know. I think the manhood jokes are just, they have a different thing. Like, they're, they're, because they're gearing the joke at all of our dads. Yeah. 
So there he like that, that what that's who the joke yeah. is written for. He spends more on his clothes than than most women. Right. That briefcase. But then like, Dan Dan gets a good one that doesn't help. He he goes because he's gonna, you know, help out his buddy Liz. He goes to unlock the handcuffs and he looks over at Harry and just in his Dan way says, Keep rolling us on the ground until the flames are out. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's Mr. Negative. But so then go into what happens, and then we can say Art's line, and I'll I'll bring you into why. So what happens is they get handcuffed together. So yeah. so Dan goes to uncuff Liz from Yakov, but then Yakov handcuffs Liz to Dan. Dan that's right. Yeah. So now they're stuck together, and then Art, for some random reason that I didn't understand at the time, was like. Oh, you know, uh, I thought it was a a Tony Curtis, Sidney Poitier movie, or I've seen that before, or whatever. So I looked it up, and there is a movie with Tony Curtis and Sidney Poitier called The Defiant Ones. Okay. And it is about a prison escape in which two, two prisoners are shackled to each other. There it is. But the bit... Is that it? This came out in 1958. One is white and one is black. Oh, nice work! That's why you're so. There are a lot of Amos and Andrew undertones of literally the warden knows that they're shackled together and says it doesn't matter if we find them or not they'll kill each other within five days wow well one i want to see that movie two nice research because i was content enough to go that art he just says what he thinks no it was literally like you know it, it was and art has seen them in court so they do argue against each other as a public defender and a district attorney. Wait, um, you think Art's but, thinking that movie all the time when he sees him? We got issues no, with Art all the time. I'm just saying, it's a black person <laughs> and a white person handcuffed together. Just but, because Art's a laborer doesn't mean he doesn't hang out at the Angelica Cinemas. But He's yeah. a xenophile. It's so a so that that's what it was in reference to. It was in reference to... to a kind of like egomaniacs, because that's the movie that their characters are that are white and black that are shackled together and, and have to figure it out. This whole scenario is very Fellini-esque. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> Get out of here, Art. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, Art's um eighties Italian New York, and they're not the most uh racially tolerant people, as I recall, as as TV's taught me. If anything, although art's one of the outliers, the art liars, um, the art liars, the art liars, the art liar, baby. God, if we had a baseball team, that'd be the name of it. That's not bad. Have a good night court art liars, art liars edition. <laughs> the have a good night court art liars edition. Please get us. If you're listening, just give us one sponsor. We just need some jerseys to have <laughs> the jerk practice presents. Have a good night court. The art liars. It's a Can't lot of work. It's just the whole. Front. Can't one of Mario's businesses support us? Mar- you, oh, yeah. uh, that's what I'm talking about. Mario. So we were talking Mario's off screen, Kia. but I was I was at a car dealership all day, and classic car dealership fashion, New York car. Well, everywhere, they sponsor all these baseball teams. The Nemet Motors. I don't know magicians or something. There are no art liars. No art liars. 
That's hysterical. Well, so so now that we're past that, they're cuffed together. Harry yeah. wants everyone to leave the courtroom except for him. So he's going to stay with Yakov. Lana's going to go try to find a translator. Liz and Dan are going to go with Art. Art's going to try to get them out of their cuffs. So on and so forth. Everybody's leaving. And, and Hans, you take it away because now we get to Selma's exit. Oh, yeah. And Selma's walking out and she just goes, you know... I don't know what they're talking about. I haven't had a cigarette in a half an hour, and I don't feel any better. <laughs> Which is a really hilarious joke. Yeah. Unless, unless. Unless you know what we know. But let's not know what we know. Let's not, to, let's not know let's what not we know. Let's not know what we joke. know. It's funny. Because unfortunately, that's kind of her shtick. So from now on, every joke it's we have to go a... say we love it and then go... But uh, we just hear a funeral dirty happens. It's like it's like with um, it's like all the jokes about cancer that uh, Bill Hicks makes. You know. Oh right, he did make a lot of cancer and smoking jokes, and it's fucking perfect. And I bet he thought it was funnier than anyone. You know. I will. I will tell you what, though, as a smoker slash former smoker. That's I really felt like that for the first few weeks that I wasn't smoking. I was like, this is bullshit. You don't feel better. And then like you do like I don't realize that I feel better. Hans, I don't know about you. I don't realize that I feel better until I do something. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my lung capacity rocks now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel great until I feel great until that maybe like once uh, that that once a stressed out moment, I was going to say like. Let's call it once a week when I see somebody gloriously enjoying a cigarette and I oh, yeah. am having a rough day and I'm like, I like, fucking hate how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I, t- I totally hear you. I That's uh, talk about. Yeah. Talk about the Selmas. I don't think that goes away for life. So if you're out there, oh, we don't it. want any Laramies as sponsors because damn, those, those are crazy. Do cigarettes even sponsor anything anymore? Could they? Even? I don't think they can. Could I mean, get- they probably do in the Ukraine. If Marlboro came to us and said, we want to sponsor Have yes. a Good Night Court, would we do Winston it? Winston 100s I would totally Have a Good Night Court? No, with our luck, it'd be Capri Sun. <laughs> oh, man, it would be. It would be Virginia Slims. <laughs> oh, it's not Sun. It's just Capris. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Uh, I would say not only should we take them on as sponsors, but we should make the old timey, oh yeah, commercials for it. I would I would sh- sh- do a little. I would dress as a cigarette box. And oh do a yeah, Watusi and then uh, Watusi and fishnets. Like can, those old cigarette ads. Yeah, we can use our baby as a an ad ploy. Like put her in a little like you know a carton. Cigarettes for girls. Winston's are neato like Harry's Canadian tuxedo. Winston's <laughs> are great. Scotty do do da da da. Mel Torme. All right, you heard us, Winston. We might consider it. What if they like insulted us though? They're like, yeah, of course, we'll give you like a hundred dollars an episode. What? Winston, I'd still be like, thanks. Yeah, I don't know. Like you're saying that, I'd be like, I would say, yeah, we need to do like three episodes a week. But it would all be a ploy. Oh my god, yeah, we would do an episode a day. It would all be a ploy. We just gotta walk with the hundo. We'd be like, Winston, where's that check? And they're like, Are you sure we sent it yesterday? And sure enough, a knock on the door, and we would just be paid in loose cigarettes. (laughs) 
<laughs> just in a brown bag. That's so funny. So we are alone in court with Harry and, and Yaki? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so they start talking. Harry. It's very like E.T. Yeah. Harry. Yakov. Harry. Harry. And then they like figure out names and then it cuts mm-hmm. to like, like Harry always takes it in a weird way. He's like, you know, I don't like cocktail parties. A lot of weird comments. Like what is happening? Yeah. Well, before, before that starts, we go back to Chambers and okay. Lana is contacting a Russian restaurant. That per, was, per Dan's suggestion. Yeah, she tried to call the Russian embassy and no one would answer. And Dan just very flip, you know, like glibly and coldly, even even more so than normal, just goes, why don't you call a Russian restaurant? She goes, oh, that's a great idea. I'll get the yellow pages. And then the camera pulls in on Dan and he's sitting there. Yeah. Like straight backed, eyes closed, just very focused. And Liz is is kind of, you know, they're attached, obviously. And Liz is like. Oh, you know what? I'm thirsty. And Dan's like, I'm not. I've had seven to eight cups of coffee today. And she goes, oh. And then she realizes why Dan is making the stern face. He goes, oh. And you get the, oh. To which I went, huh. Number one or number two? Because coffee could have two connotations. I wish it was they leaned more into the number two. That's what I was thinking, but and I really was like because I had like like I mentioned I I watched it a few times (laughs) and I missed the first like instantly you get the that it's it's a it's a a number one p he has to take a p reference because good old art is uh, in there comes in and uh, they've just mentioned that um, Dan has to go. And then Art's like, oh, I've got a real problem in the bathroom. we got leaking. There's puddles everywhere. And you see Dan getting more and more concerned. So I was like, oh, yeah, all right, he's got to pee. Which to me, I guess now, again, it's more gender neutral because I'd be like, yeah. all right, I'm going to take this woman into the bathroom and I'm going to take a pee. It's not that big of a deal. Well, that was what She's I was going to say when you guys right? were talking about the number two. And I'm I'm trying to get into quote-unquote guy humor but in my opinion the reason the joke worked for p and not a bowel movement was like if you gotta go you gotta go with a number two but p is like your penis like it's your manhood that you're holding in your hand i don't know it's worse if he had to take her into a stall two hands to take a leak as it's dan oh my god as <laughs> I would say As no. Woman, I would say I would say poop your pants. I'm not sitting in a. <laughs> what are you, Lyndon Johnson? I'm not going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> Take I will this say down. this though, like as a as a woman, like I personally, and I don't think all women do this, so that was wrong to say as a woman. But as this woman, particularly, I have an issue with number two in public spaces. Like I just don't do it. Pregnancy has changed that like nobody's business. I'll go anywhere, anytime. Like if I gotta go. It's a goddamn miracle, and I'm I'm there. She's even, going now. She just opened I'm the drawer right on my I filing have, cabinet. <laughs> even after the art liar ruins that that toilet in about five minutes, it would not matter to me. It would not matter. That toilet seat's still hot, right? Hot Isn't that why? So a little bit later, Art is working in a bathroom, and he like comes out and he goes, "That's gonna be that. Nobody's gonna be using that for a while." And then. 
and then he walks, and then Dan and Liz run Liz. in there. And that's uh, later. That is later, but then they quickly run out, and I was like, they didn't run out because there's a little water on the floor. Art was destroying that bathroom, right? He was leaving his own. A, a no, I think bomber. I think there was like a. A f- flooding of not just water. No, I don't think he uh, like oh, dropped a baked ziti in there or anything. <laughs> like, I wouldn't yeah, put I a pass old Art because Art's the type of guy that walks out of the bathroom and goes, "Nobody going in there for a while." <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's that that's Art's character, and yeah. it's endearing. No, totally. I never thought about it in that way. Art, the it... maintenance guy, playing Mister Toilet. Oh, right. God. Just all he's eating is cannolis and milk exactly fucking weeks on end right so so now we know that dan has to pee now we know that you know art isn't making it better and then we cut back to harry and yak at the court in the courthouse and that's when we get our harry's like oh you know what i hate i hate cocktail parties you know, we're we're not so different and Harry's trying to do that, you know, Alex P. Keaton bonding moment and he goes, We're oh, yeah. you know, we're really not the same except for I speak English and you're covered in gasoline, tee hee hee. And and Harry's trying to to, to relate to Yak because he wants Harry. the lighter. Ultimately he's Yakov. trying to get the lighter. Harry, Yakov, they go back and forth. Harry, Yakov. Comrade, Harry. pal, buddy. Oh, yeah. Harry, give me the lighter. And he goes, no, 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 Harry. No, 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 Harry. Oh. And then that's the first one. Oh. Because then they do, he's like, he Harry tries to, exp- he's like, friend, pal, tavarish. And Yakov gets, yes, friend, pal, tavarish. Give goes, me the lighter, lighter, buddy. And he goes, no way, Jose. No way, Jose. <laughs> I think that was a little bit of... Uh, that was uh the Nick the doctor from uh from the oh, Simpsons. Yeah, Nick Riviera. <laughs> no way, Jose. No, and now I don't even know what that was. No way. Everybody. To which Harry goes, you know, big laugh, big laugh, and Harry goes, "You've been saving that one," mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty funny because yeah. he it delivered cute. it well. Yeah. And then Yakov Smirnoff. I think I said it earlier, but I think I interrupted Hans. Yakov Smirnoff has a, an Eddie Murphy laugh. The <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even talk about it. That's that's the um that's Revenge of the Nerds, baby. That's Nerds One laugh. It's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that gasping for air. <laughs> yeah. Mewling. I just think it's an Axel Foley laugh. Try it, it is. Uh, it is. But try don't. Let's not do it on the podcast, or let's all do it for timing now. One minute. <laughs> yeah. But try doing that a bunch. It's not. Uh, it's not pleasant or it's easy. It's hard. I just tried to do it. I was like, I'm not doing that again. Uh, so the yeah. So the no way, Jose. Harry's not getting the lighter. We cut back to the judges' quarters, Jeez. and. Uh, Lana has found, finally found a restaurant that has a Russian speaker, and everyone's excited. They're like, great. And she's like, but it's a $20 minimum. So she's like, I'll take borscht. It's not enough. Liz is like, I'm starving. I'll take a blint. Anyone need a beverage? Dan? Uh, Dan. No. Well, and also what's happening is Art is using like a little... A saw, which seems to be incredibly dull, because he can't saw through the handcuffs to separate Liz and Dan, which is obviously another problem. And then he says, hey, it's no problem. 
I can get so-and-so get into this closet or yada, yada, yada when so-and-so comes in in the morning and this, this will be fixed. And I'm thinking, and the reason I wanted to point it out is for a second, I'm like, in the morning, like, it, it sounds like at the time, like it's tomorrow. And I'm like, this is fucking night court. And like, Dan no, saves like- it. Good writing. Yeah. Dan goes, morning? You mean like five to six hours from now? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know And he that, saves yeah. it. So they put the time in. Yeah. They made sure to literally timestamp the episode, which I appreciated. Yeah, good. And my hat's yeah. off to the writer room. Hats off to him. Also, I like the character affect. It's right on with Art's character that he kind of knows a little something about everything as long as it's labor related. Oh, yeah. Like with the handcuffs, he's like, this is some kind of alloy here. And then with the, the best punctuation, he's like, this is some kind of alloy here. And basically he's like, I know that because this is the best sod Sears has. Best one Sears got. And that made me yearn for a, an older time for some reason. Back when Sears sold everything like saws, and now you can only go get Arizona jeans. And <laughs> dude, uh, there's a Sears where close to where I work, and again, like it's the Midwest, so it's just it's different than New York City. But I tell you what, passing that Sears, it's a, oh, it's not even a Sears. It's a Sears outlet. It is oh, the God. saddest That's looking a- parking lot. Oh boy. Oh, it's it's depressing. It the sunniest of days, it can look nasty. As depressing as that parking lot in Minneapolis case, that Kmart <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> oh. Nothing was sadder than that fucking Kmart in Minneapolis. You know what I'm talking about? Of course you do. Of course yeah. you do. If you want Kmart it is a sad like place. It's... Go uh is that you would call it uptown? Go uptown west. The Minneapolis Kmart. I bet it's gone. I don't. Even, I bet it's gone. If the only reason it's gone is because the Lord decided to put it out of its misery and set it aflame. No, it looks like the, a scene from like The Walking Dead, like the parking lot, just like broken with weeds. Oh, There's just like it, yeah. piles of shit everywhere. Why do Kmart's? I are K, Kmart's are yeah. We won't get into Kmart because I could go on and on and on. That's for another time <laughs> don't and another place. Kmart's. But, um, I love Kmart, by the way. You're a nut. No love I think for Kmart. Meyer, I think Myers are depressing. I think Kmarts are awesome. The, the, I'm and s- big lots are depressing. Big boxes? There's a lot. There's big a, lots. Big uh, lots. Oh, keep, I think I've been to sponsors one who aren't going to sponsor Art art Forward after all this nonsense with big lots. Keep shitting on sponsors. Oh, yeah. We got to be careful. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know why, but... I'm trying to push away, like, we shouldn't support any of these places, right? Because they're all just kind of, they just scumbag the rest of the world, essentially. But yet, I try and be, I try and be conscious, I try and be, like, socially adept and this and that. I am so drawn to a Walmart, I can't help myself. Like a, like a, like a a rat to a, a treat. No, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like really I struggling for analogies, as you can tell. <laughs> rat to a treat. In Russia, we call it rat. Like a rat to a treat. All right, that's my that's my Walmart rant. Jeez, boy, oh boy, oh man, oh god. So we go. We establish that 
Dan and the Liz aren't getting out anytime soon. Oh no. So they gotta get the key from Yakov. So we cut back to the room and it's Harry and Yakov again, and Harry's trying to talk him down off the cliff, and Harry decides to go with the family angle. Yep. He starts to ask him about family, and then Harry gets his wallet out. And it's going through his wallet, showing pictures of his aunt and his uncle Otto. Yeah. And then then Doris Day, because that picture came with the wallet. Which I guess that's a weird that's that's a that's I don't think it does. Those don't come with wallets. Also, eighties wallets don't fucking come with Doris Day pictures. I know. That's, Harry's got that's a thing Harry, for that's Doris. That's a lie. Day. Harry's li- lied to a foreign man yeah. there. Which I think do you think they wrote that as a joke and Harry Anderson? didn't get it or didn't play it right because it wasn't played as a joke it was played as like it's literally a picture of doris day and it, the picture really came in the wallet yeah i don't or i don't think the joke hit right but they, i think it was meant to be that joke uh, yeah they could have maybe they should have used it like any of the other crazy references we've we've had thus far insert yeah. one here uh, that uh what was the one with the actress or whatever that uh, had one hit movie. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, right. But it's like Sorkin putting Tippi Hendren into shit. Like, right. it's just for no reason. Yeah, it was usually yeah, Dan so- that throws out the, those strange references. So we got our strange reference of the episode. Even though we know she yeah. is, it's like, wait, what is happening? Yeah, that had to be a reference to... A, a, some wall, like wall, a type of wallet that was around at one point. Well, and we do get redeemed because then we get Sonia. Yeah. Oh, so you, he's going through his wallet, yeah. and then Yakov takes his wallet out as he understands, and hands it to Harry. They exchange wallets basically, and Harry is going through pictures, and he goes, "Ah, Brezhnev," and uh, then Yakov. <laughs> Brezhnev, <laughs> no Brezhnev, no Brezhnev, Sonia. And we're all like, "What, Sonia? Uh, yeah, I was, Sonia, I was Sonia." Not and then it. he goes, "Sonia," points, and to, points his to his wedding ring. ring. Yep. And then Harry's response is, "Hmm, she's a sturdy woman. She, what my, a what a sturdy woman. woman!" So he's got this, and I don't know. Uh, Brezhnev is my, oops, Brezhnev is my uh, favorite premiere. Because he is the ugliest man that's ever. Brezhnev is a <laughs> very strange looking guy. I don't want to call him. I was, ugly, you know but. what? I knew who he was, but I don't. I didn't remember what he looked like. I got the gist oh, of yeah. the joke, but that's funny that you say he's that. He's a pinky toe looking fella. <laughs> he's a funny. Li- they, it's interesting if you you can go. There's a theory of us dealing with Russian premieres, and it's there's bald ones, and then. F- odd hairy ones and then off and on and it's like we've had success dealing with the baldies and it's those hairy bastards that we've had issues with take a look at brezhnev his eyebrows are like rats going after treats oh yeah he's got like (laughs) he has the mo from the simpsons haircut yeah and then just two like (laughs) caterpillars he's a crazy looking dude so i was laughing about that because i hadn't thought brezhnev is not the most talked about premiere you know it, it always you always go to gorby or yeah. uh um geez with jfk uh uh that's the one i'm trying to think of i'm drawing a blank on it we all had God long days it. everybody we all had long we're actually um, in night court <laughs> <laughs> so uh then harry looks at the picture and he khrushchev is just thinking out loud and he's like khrushchev yeah that's the other one khrushchev 
So he's just thinking out loud, like, there's no way this guy, he's too nice. He can barely speak English. He just came to America. I, he he sees his wife. There's no way this guy has, like, evil in his heart. Well, and he yep. says, Sonia Leningrad. Sonia yeah. Leningrad. Sonia is not in America right now. Sonia's in So Harry's Leningrad. kind of thinking out loud, putting it together. This guy's making money to try and bring his wife over from the communist bloc. Yep. Too nice. He's probably got taken advantage of by a crook and was sold hot merchandise on just because he was being manipulated by a, a grifter. Yep, yep. And then he has the line, I mean, <laughs> Sonia and three dumpy kids. Yeah, I know. I thought he was laughing. And that was his justification like, for like, he's got to be a good guy. I literally looked over at Casey and I was like, did he just say dumpy? Yeah, I, I, because it would kind of got muttered too. I was like, because that, but I was like, oh, well, Yakov doesn't understand English because he's flipping through his wallet. He just goes, yeah, Sonia and. Three dumpy Three little dumpy kids. Little kids. <laughs> like, whoa. Jesus. Damn. Insulting the man to his face. I know he doesn't speak English, but. Eventually that Yakov's- man's going to speak English and he's going to go, wait, that's my family, dude. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Harry's putting it together. We go back to Judge's Chambers. Dan sitting, sitting there doing mental exercises. Mind over matter. He's. Talking with Liz, just trying to, hey, mind over matter, I'm fine, I'm fine. Talk about- Oh, what's your perfume? Oh, soiree. Thank you for noticing. Oh, it smells good. Yep. Uh, and then there's just- And she- Does Art then it's, come in again? No, then it's the Liz, I'm ready now. Oh, yeah. He just goes, I can't take it anymore. And that's when we talked about already, where they run to the bathroom, and uh, Art has Art already walked out. out, and he's, he's left a- uh, He's left that milky calzone, as we've already talked about. <laughs> well, and all, all the while, Bull Bull has been at the door to the courtroom with his ear ear to the pulse, if you will, listening in. And Lana Lana leaves chambers right around the time Liz and excuse me and Dan do. And Lana's like, you know, what are they talking about? And Bull is, you know, um, cocktail parties, ugly kids, and Doris Day. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. It was, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, it's, it's so random, it's bizarre. And so they're, they're still in the hallway, kind of wondering what's going to go, what's going to happen, and it goes back to the courtroom. And now it's the Harry T. Stowe moment. Yeah, always. Yeah, of the episode. Time. It's time to get there. A little, little bit of the monologue. And Harry's convinced that interpreter or no interpreter... Yakov's a good guy that was taken advantage of because he didn't know the language, and he's sorry, and he wants Yakov to know that that man mm-hmm. that Harry has created in Preach, his mind, Harry, by the Preach. way, that that man does not represent America, because because most of us truly believe that America works. Boom. Nice. Lights out. Blackout. Like you, you had that down. Well done. You're killing it this episode, Ash. Uh, uh, that being said, for a man that speaks absolutely zero English, but has just had this conversation and then the lights go out, I think in real life, that place burns to the ground. <laughs> see, oh, yeah. See, I that's thought horrifying. that motherfucker that, was What I really running. thought. Okay, so Hans, what I thought too, I was just like, and now we see the silence of the lambs portion. Right. <laughs> Exactly. 
Because that's horrifying. So, oh but, my god, I can't imagine how scary yeah, that would be. I would be scared to death. So I, that's my thing. I was like, that's when that guy bolts like a fucking rabbit. For sure. He, just, he knows where the fucking door is. <laughs> yeah, gotta or, go. That's when he has that like, yeah, that rushy shank. Like that's when Harry really gets one. Maybe not a deadly, but that's when he throws his gas-soaked jacket on Harry and then throws the lighter at him. <laughs> it's like when I was in uh, uh, high school and we used to uh, cover our leather jackets in gasoline. And this we'd be hanging out at the lake. We'd cover our leather jackets in <laughs> yeah, gasoline. Yes, I remember this. And then we'd pour gasoline into the, uh, into the sand. And then we would kick the sand okay. into the... Uh, it, we would light the sand on fire, kick the fiery sand onto somebody's... Onto the other person leather with the leather jacket. jacket and just watch them burn. I cannot believe we're still alive. It's I've so seen it with my own eyes. crazy in retrospect. It's so ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Well, Look also cool. insanely. <laughs> Before we had video phones, so it was just etched into people's memories. That's it. So this is our, yeah, this is our, yeah, exactly. That's such a great, because if we had video phones, we'd be the ones on the news saying like, new idiot trend. Sandy gasoline. (laughs) Sorry, go for it, Ash. No, that's okay. So, you know, what's also completely dangerous, the lights are now out. Yep. And you hear, yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, Yakov, it's still dark. And Yakov goes, Harry? Harry? And Harry goes, you know, Yakov, like, I'm here. Don't kill me. So Yakov puts the lighter on, and I'm like, oh, that's sweet. He's trying to get them to see. Shut the fucking lighter off. Right, exactly. So, but the lighter's on, and you follow so the, the flame, on, and the and flame. And he's slowly passing it to so Harry, and it's slowly. this Olympic gesture of uh-huh. passing the torch. It's amazing in theory, but I'm also like, the man is covered in gasoline. This is the exact thing we were trying to prevent it's for the a, last 20 minutes. It is a metaphor for current political affairs. It's right. perestroika at work. This Russian is soaked in gasoline. It's a tinderbox. It could go up at any minute. But it doesn't. That was a weird, that was an interesting shot, though, like for television, yeah. like just a black screen with this slow flame going across <laughs> it. Like, well, it was like, yeah, it was really awkward. It wasn't that smooth either. It was which not. Is, it, it was not. It was at not. All. Yes, exactly. It looked like same I could have done better in a home video. I like, thought I was watching a jerk practice video. <laughs> because we, we all know the Olympics now, NBC, cross-platform promotion, do you think maybe that could have been used in a really watch watch Yakov really Smirnoff pass the no, torch? No, but like in a really hammy Olympic promo, like now it will be on night court. The the wheels are turning in Hans's head now. He's got a lot of a lot of digital media to create after well, this one. The, well, night court, get on it, so I can actually. Get hold of your footage so I can start playing these games and stop stop living in the in the soul verbal world, the audible world. Man, Nightcourt oh, is, so is it's it's in that Russian gulag still. We're gonna get you out there, Nightcourt. We're gonna get you. So the lights are still out. Uh-huh. The yep. lighter's been passed. We now transition to the hallway where the lights mm-hmm. are out. Yep. And we've got good old Art. What does Art say? He's talking about how long it's going to take. He's like, we, we're going to be out for hours. And then boom, lights, lights come back on. 
Oh, God. He's and what got... did he say? It was something like, well, what do you know? So there you go. And he just walks away. Classic <laughs> yeah. art. Oh, the oh, lights so are going to be out for days. Lights up. There you go. <laughs> and just walks away. It's just that, yeah, it's a, he's that perfect throwback, like Cliff Claveny. Yeah. Know-it-all. Like, I know everything, except you know nothing. Exactly. You know, you, yeah. But but he's always got a smile on his face, and even though you're like, Art, you're so annoying, but we gotta love you, because you're not, um, he's not vindictive or uh, mean or... Uh, no. Yeah, no. he's... Uh, yeah, there's nothing purposeful about why he's annoying. Uh, and then we get the... They come out into come the out, hallway, yeah. and basically Harry's like, I'm gonna, you know, he gave me a light. The wall but came down. They brokered a deal. The wall came down, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take my friend Yakov, and we're gonna get him cleaned up. And honestly, I also didn't realize until this point in the episode, so I didn't bring it up until this point. That guy is motherfucking dry. Not a drop yeah. of anything on that suit. Well, gasoline so evaporates quickly. It would still stain a suede suit. All right, all right, all right. Costume department dropped the ball a little bit yeah. on this one. It'll be considered in gavel bangs. They're they're going away. They're they're walking down, and and Bull stops and says, like, you know, hey, because last time we left off, Yakov was going to be yeah. taken into custody, right? And he's like, you know, kind of like boss, like judge. Do do you want me to take him somewhere? Harry, Harry, you guys got to do it. No way, Jose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then they walk away. laughs and they walk away arm in arm. Alex P. Keaton in yeah. it. And that's when we get to see Woo. that Canadian tuxedo's been been trimmed a bit. Yeah, he heat. fixed the Jeez trim, Louise. baby. High and tight. These little like Daisy Duke shorts he's got on. Those are tiny, tiny shorts. Harry that Anderson was a tiny, tiny guy. Harry Anderson's the size of my leg right now. You uh, but Harry Anderson. So like the the type the the type of tightness of those jean shorts makes you hotter than wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. could you imagine <laughs> jeans like no that tight in that weather? Yeah. Oh, you ain't breathing. And then high, like he's got knee-high black nylon socks. So basically, he's dressed for... He just looks like an idiot. He's dressed for play, not for comfort, really. It might be... He might be (laughs) passing that off like it's a comfort thing, but he's trying to attract... He's trying to attract the wrong crowd, I think. He might be finding himself $50. (laughs) (laughs) So they turn the corner. We get the reveal. And then we get one more, <laughs> and then off they go. Cuts back to all we... of them. We're and then we cut, and then we're back in judges' chambers as per usual. Whole crew is in yep. there around the table, eating Russian, enjoying a little ruski fare. All of that takeout they had to order to get the translator, and then uh, they, there's a joke about the food. Lana's like, "Oh, I love this. It's so good. What's this crunchy stuff?" and Jet Harry makes jokes. Something, something, something. A la toad. Yakov said it was some type of fried toad. Oh, I thought he said fried. it was some kind of fried toes. I was like, that's toad. a little spicy. Like to say that the Russians they eat, eat toes. toes. No. no, toad like frog. Well, like that's frog legs. I think that's just bad. A little bit of bad research there, because like frog yeah. is obviously like a French thing. 
I think it's poor. Well, number one, I think you can't use frog because frog legs are actually like a, a delicate fare. Yeah. So you have to use the, the slimy version, which is toad. It's like the difference between pe- peasant and pigeon. Like, ah, uh, gotcha, peasant, I gotcha. Not peasant. <laughs> I was, I was like, where should you go with this? Oh, peasants and rich folk? Oh, Jesus. Pe- oh, so talk pe- about Renfair. Peasants and pigeons. <laughs> I like that. Pheasants and pigeons. Come here, you peasant. So I want my version. second lunch of pigeon. In Russia, we call it peasant. I think when we In watch- America, you call it pigeon. Well, we watch- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's late. I'm so tired. Um, I think that- I'm fucking lost it. I can't. <laughs> We're hurting. We're we're giving the people we're giving the people out there a lot of uh, in podcast. We call it (laughs) click. Well, let's not dwell on the like it was. It was gross. Yeah, I think food joke. Yeah, it was like a. It was to gross her out, but not to certainly not toes. I think it was an enunciation problem. Um, And then so they're they're cool. They're eating. They're enjoying eating. And then Dan walks in. Liz sees him. She gives him a, a, a nice look and she goes, Dan, how you feeling? To which we get freeze frame jump. Boom. I love that. So Dan yeah. just. Oh, yeah. And then we got a yippee. Jumps, like, oh, yeah. And legs the, up. Like, yes. Ee. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. He. It's called a herky, actually. Nice. That's what the move is in cheerleading. It's ah, a herky. A herky. Dan gives us a herky. Jerky. And there we go. We end this 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 show never ceases to amaze me. I don't think we've had an end on a freeze frame yet. No. No. I don't think so. That I can recall. They that really was a good one. like are playing it. like with uh it's like the the uh H Frywald promo game. It's always a little something different. It's so go back and listen up. if you're listening to this now, go back and listen to Wednesday's jerk practice podcast and you'll hear the promo in German in a Jamaican accent. So <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah. It's so annoying. Meg almost kicked me out of the house yesterday <laughs> just for playing it. Um, she could just tell you were thinking it. She's like, stop thinking that German Jamaican nonsense. She likes to twist my brain because then and I heard I went, oh, well, I already put the podcast out and she's right. This is really, really annoying. So what are you going to do? What's done is done, baby. In podcasts, we stop. do. We do bad. Do bad. We, we do, do rat treats. I don't know. <laughs> Get to know the title of this episode. Man, uh, gavel gavel bang time. Are we ready to 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 hit the bang? She bang. She yeah. bang. Yeah, What's I give it. Here? I I give it a seven. Interesting, Casey. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. I love the introduction of art, um, but I do. I disliked the fact that I didn't get a lot of my characters like yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. like dan centric or harry centric or bull centric or liz centric it, it really wasn't centric to any of the characters which i totally understand because they had mm. such an awesome guest star yeah it was an art liar but then it wasn't it, we had an art liar but then it that that's why i brought it down a few notches because i really like the funny ones that are based around one of our guys mm-hmm. all right uh i would go seven too i liked it i liked the episode I thought art was very funny. I I thought Yakov was very funny. Uh, See what I wrote right there. there I think go. it's the first time, baby jackpot. We're Listen. all sevens across the board. That's amazing. But then underneath it, I have art equals ten. I always like to 
Art was. Oh good. yeah, art art is a definite ten. Yakov was a nine. Uh, yeah, I liked the episode. I yeah seven. Not, I think seven. I think we can. I mean, we're really giving them a lot, but I think at the end of each season, we'll kind of cap the season and maybe decide on our our art liar, our favorite of the season. Yeah, uh, I guess while I like the episode, it's good. It's it's art. Yeah. It's not even going to be in my top three running when we go down to it. But Probably. all in no. all, still. Still, we're still on that roll, like you mentioned, Casey. We we didn't take any steps back, I don't think. No, I've... jokes were great. It was all funny, but I agree with you, Ashley. The uh, we didn't get a lot from our crew. Right, I like it when we have the crew. Like it's it's better. But we also, what I was going to mention is, it's so funny because we don't have the crew that we remember Night Court from. Yeah. I know, like it, this is not the Night yeah. Court I remember. So it's it's so weird that we're talking about this and things are getting developed and developed really well. But then for us to know moving forward in the future, a yeah. lot is going to change. Like yeah. a lot's going to get shaken up. It's just interesting to see where, you know, to that we get to relive where that goes. And I was going to yeah. we didn't dwell on it much. But that scene with Liz where she she gives like a like a mini monologue and she kills it where she where she says, I'm staying because I'm his. I'm oh, defending yeah, yeah. him, and like, was so good. It was such a good character. Yeah, moment. I seriously, I, I'm, I'm gonna say, it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love Liz. I want more Liz yeah, all the time. I yeah, I and I love her relationship with Dan. Yeah. I love their banter. Yeah, this is gonna be hard. We got a lot of changes facing, as we talked about earlier, just with how attached. When I even saw a different uniform outfit on our yeah. bailiffs, and it I was, was like, weird. Ee! Yeah, so it's gonna be tough. We got. Nothing's when I saw a different life. set of shorts on our judge. Yeah, it'll be interesting with that dynamic because I like Liz because Liz is just Liz. Like she's, she's no bullshit. She doesn't. She's not flirting with Harry or Dan. There's no like love triangle crap with her. She's a badass. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like it. She's like bull. She just exists in that space, and she's great. So yeah, mm-hmm. good episode. Okay. Did anybody think of anything? Because I'm still on it. One more try for what podcast? I, I, just, I have written down in podcast we call it. In That's podcast. all I got. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I really can't. I've really been working on it, too. I got nothing. Well, that's the one to crack. That's the old chestnut. Yeah. In podcast we We're gonna call it. We're going to have to it. come back to oh, it. Oh, boy, man. This is... this. One of us is going to call the other two at like three in yeah. the morning and go, Eureka. All right. Well, in, in podcast, we call well, it. Yeah. This is right. not, not going to do it now. We just have to we reframe it. it. We, we have to take it away as though it's part of a joke. And it, now it just sounds patriotic. Patriotic. In podcast, we call it. You heard James Comey. In podcast, we call it. Jesus. <laughs> Have a good night, Court. Have a good night.
All right, thanks for listening. Night Court episode 10 in the bag. Hey, by the way, oh, promotional. Yeah, I got to promote the other podcast, Jerk Practice, also on iTunes. iTunes, no. That was a different voice than the last one I heard. Come on, man, no. <laughs> All right, uh, but you can also check us out on Facebook. Facebook, no. Yes, all right, at Jerk Practice Pod. And uh, by the way, if people subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, more listeners will come, and then we we can all talk about it in a bigger community. Community? No! You got anything else? What about, like, in podcast we... No! Well, that was the running theme. (laughs) Night Court. It's all the same. Only the names will change. Hey, Art, what's going on? How come no air conditioning? Yeah, it's 20 degrees hotter in here than it is outside. What is this? I don't get a hello, I don't get a how are you, I get complaints. You people crack me up. <laughs> hello, Art, how are you? Fine, thanks, yourself.